And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Now they give it to Green. Green stutter step. He's through. First down, 40, 45, 50, 45, 40. Run, William, run. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. In the backfield, two receivers left, one right. Mayfield back to pass. Looks going towards the end zone, and it's caught by Donovan Peoples-Jones. Touchdown! He got it! He got it! The rookie from Michigan got it with 11 seconds left to go! Pumping once, now throwing long down the left side. Slaughter has it. He's going in for a touchdown! The problem won the game! hey ho and what do you know welcome everybody to episode five of the top dogs the podcast the startup podcast that is sweeping all of brown's twitter and the dog pound in general i mean we're approaching 200 plays in five episodes what the heck jack remember when this when this idea was just Hey, you want to what? Let's just do something talking shit. Oh, by the way, I just have a cool name that could work and could catch on. And oh my gosh, we are actually killing it. The power of the best fan base in the world. God damn it. Speaks wonders, man. Uh, Anyways, on this show, um, and funny enough, this is actually a true story. We actually did a first take and uh, a different way, and it went to you know what. So now we're jumping on what we normally use. Uh, and so I'm going to get rid of my rant about Goodell in the NFL draft. I mean, screw it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in a place right now to like, and I know you guys, if you follow me, you've seen, like I've been in dark place. I'm kind of okay. Um, the address, the situation is actually as we recording, as we're recording being addressed right now, literally, Jack, look at me right now in between takes. Uh, there's finally confrontation. So, uh, yeah, Uh-oh. finally, finally. It took all fucking day, but, you know, hey, whatever. What are best friends for anyways, I guess? I'm not even going to get into it. Yeah. Anyways, it's not worth my time or energy. But anyways, um, Jack, how was your week other than my shitty end of the week? It's been all right. You know, I'm just glad draft week's finally here. Like the process from the end of the season to the draft drags on no matter what, whether we are the first pick or in this case, we're the 26th pick. Like I'm addicted to this shit. Yes, but and I love it. I'm not adi- I'm not as addicted as Merry as Christmas, others. everyone. Come- Santa's here. Yeah. Although as as we get closer, I've gotten more excited looking at the prospects more, but like compared to other years, I was just like, eh, I'll just let the experts do it. So shout out to you. Shout out to, you know, Jeff Floyd, Stephen Thomas, like everybody that does this shit yearly. God bless y'all because this year I was just like, who'd you mention? Who'd you mention? I mentioned you. I mentioned no, 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 no. Should we announce something right now? I don't know. Let's let's wait. Let's, Should let's we just it, we 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 don't have to say when. 
Well, we, yeah, go ahead. I mean, they're already they're already wondering what the hell we're talking about already. Yeah, I know. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have booked our first guest. Uh, date is it seems locked in. We're just going to follow up in about a week. Uh, but we are very, very excited to announce our first ever guest for the top dogs is none other than Stephen Thomas from the OBR Browns Daily Mock. We are excited to have him on. Uh, I mean, I've been a fan of his for years. I've wanted to interview him for years. And uh, now we're going to have him on to talk post-draft. Uh, so we're excited about that. Uh, so it's going to be after the draft, sometime after. You never know. It could be next week. It could be the week after. I don't know. Uh, we're not going to tell you when. That's the big thing. You're just going to have to guess. You're going to have to keep listening. Go like, is this the week Steven's on? And Jack is reacting to something. And now I need to know as we're recording – Jack, what are you reacting to? Oh, I'm watching the race, and there was a wreck on the last lap. So, was... oh no, somebody made a right turn instead That's right. of him. That's right. Oh my goodness! No oh, man, they and they wouldn't have done that. The Daytona 500. Ken Carmen, you can come on this show and fight me about it. I dare you to. Uh... I dare you, Ken. Oh, those damn seagulls. Damn right I'm one of them talking about NASCAR right now. Brad Keselowski won for those who care. Oh, 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 fuck Brad Keselowski. Exactly. Oh, my God. All right. right. Back on track. Back on track. (laughs) uh, I wrecked that dude all the time in NASCAR anyways. (laughs) Anyways, on to what we're really here to talk about. This is not a NASCAR podcast. This is different. Uh, (laughs) Anyways, um, I think we promised something to everybody, right? Uh, for this week. Wait, are you saying we have it? It's done. Oh, wait, it's right in front of me. I'm the one who made it. What, what am I talking about? Exactly. Mock 4.0 is done. It's done. Finally. Finally. It took so long to do. Countless hours. Well, actually, here's a fun story, Jack. Um, I was actually wondering, like, on Monday, Tuesday, if this was going to be done in time. For whatever reason, I just put my head down and put like five fucking hours of work into this. And it's a two-round mock, ladies and gentlemen. And all first-round picks have comparisons. All of them do. This is the no-holds-barred one. This is when we get just balls to the wall. This is what I got. You want my best? Here's my best. And... I am so excited to release this. And Jack, we have a funny story about this. Do you want to tell them the funny story of how this all ended? Oh, yeah. So it was, was it Friday? It's Friday. I think he said it was, it, it, oh, we're done. We're done with it. And then uh, lo and behold, or no, I think Thursday you told me it was done. Thursday. And then I said, watch something's gonna happen and and friday at three o'clock something did happen when kansas city i'm literally in my office and i see it and i'm busy i'm busy as all heck so i don't see it originally i glance by it and then i see it i was like son of a bitch i gotta go fix it now son of a i hate you baltimore why couldn't you wait it yeah assholes and for those that don't know baltimore traded orlando brown jr and one of their picks in this draft and next year's draft to Kansas City for Kansas City's first round pick. So Baltimore has 27 and 31. And they also got picks in this draft and next draft 
So it, it was a big trade, obviously, because big- Kansas City needed to beef up the offensive line, although they've added Thune, they've added uh, Kyle Long, but they lost Schwartz and Fisher, their two starting tackles. So, so I, I, man, this does affect one of the picks that I have left, and I'm looking at it right now, and I'm like, do I even dare change it? Because it's a project pick. Like, I'm not going to lie. It's a project pick. It's an O-line pick. I don't know if I should just. Is it for Kansas City? Kansas City. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't fix it because let's think I about it. Kyle Long. Back, yeah. Kyle Long just came out of retirement. Um, LDT is coming back, I think, after his year out yep, uh, as, as a doctor up in Canada. Yep. And, I mean, they need to start planning for the future. Yep. They're going to probably be cost effective just because Mahomes' contract, Tyreek's contract, Chris Jones, et cetera. I'm like, locking it. I'm locking yeah, it. Yeah, just lock it in. The only thing that may change is if in the next 24 hours, spoiler alert, Mac Jones does not go three. If I get the inkling that Mac Jones is going three, I'm spending all night Monday fixing it for the dog land. So I just want to put a disclaimer. If I think that this is going to change, it will change. And I'll put it on Twitter and say, God damn it, San Francisco, you messed up my draft. Thank you. So are you ready to hear it, Jack? Oh, I'm ready. Because I have news for you. I did something in this mock draft in my almost 10 years of mock drafts. I have never, ever done before. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's big. So with that said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I mean, should I really even one, two, three, do you want to take a guess on what they are? Trevor Lawrence. Correct. Zach Wilson. Correct. Justin Fields. (laughs) Wrong. Trey Lance. It's Trey Lance. Okay. So I don't need to explain Lawrence and Wilson. I'm not wasting my time. I will say this. I will reveal all their comparisons on this show. My comparison for Trevor Lawrence is Andrew Luck. It's the safest thing. I mean, like he's a safe talent, good arm, good accuracy, mobility, everything. It's Andrew Luck. Number two, Zach Wilson, Baker Mayfield. The arm talent, the accuracy, the vibrato, it's Baker. It's Baker, ladies and gentlemen. Trey Lance, though, and this is where it gets interesting for me. We're all talking about Fields or Jones, Fields or Jones. We're all not talking about Trey Lance here. So I'm going to do what I did with uh, the trade-up. Whoever they're not talking about is what they're going to do. It would make sense, too. And he fits everything that they're looking for. Could you imagine Trey Lance running option schemes in this offense? He's faster than Lawrence, uh, than Fields potentially. And I compared Lance to Kyler Murray. I mean, that's that's probably the best comparison I can think of for him. Basically, a taller Kyler Murray. I, I'm not going to say Russell Wilson because that's not even fair of the kid. But that's my comparison for Trey Lance. At number four, we do not have a trade. Kyle Pitts goes to the Falcons. I go back to that. I mean, do I really need to explain the Julio, Calvin, and all that stuff again? No, I don't. Uh, I compared Kyle Pitts to George Kittle. 
That's that that I felt was safe. I couldn't say I couldn't say Travis Kelsey. This is the next best thing. Number five. I'm buying it. I'm buying it, Jack. Hook, line, and sinker. Call me, call me whatever you want. Jamar Chase. I'm <laughs> buying it. I'm buying it. I think okay. they're going to believe they can get a lineman in the second round that's just as good. And they take the guy Joe Burrow wants is his buddy, Jamar Chase, giving him a true number one target that let's be real. They do not have, they have good two targets, not a one. Now you put them with Boyd and Higgins. That's going to be a fun trio to work with. Oh yeah. Oh, and I mentioned Joe Mixon. I mean, he's a good man too. I compared Jamar Chase to former Cardinals, Ravens wide receiver, Anquan Bolden. Big, strong, good route runner. Not a true burner, but he's fast in the field. He can make the big plays. Then at six, Jack, we have a trade. We have a trade. Miami trades again. The Denver Broncos have moved up to number six, trading number nine, a fifth round pick, and a second rounder next year to select Justin Fields, quarterback, Ohio State. I think Miami is in a position where they might want to trade down that they can get their guy later. If they can't get Chase or Pitts, they will move down. And Denver, I think, is very quietly looking at the quarter at the quarterback position. Um, I think it's a solid place for him to go. I think it pushes Drew Locke to be better, and it creates a good quarterback competition. And he's got Cortland Sutton and Noah Fant to begin with, and Jerry Judy, and Jerry Judy. You can't forget about him. I think he can be good. Now, my big question I put in here. How is he going to develop under Pat Shermer? And I'm genuine right now. I'm just saying this could be a nightmare for Justin Fields. Do we really want to go over Pat Shermer's track record? No. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, he didn't develop Carson Wentz. Throwing so. and catching is very important. Yes, it is. I compared Justin Fields. This was a tough one. I said Donovan McNabb. It was a mix between McNabb and Culpepper. He's got the cannon like Culpepper, but like he's got the mobility like McNabb. Yeah, Yeah. it's kind of a mix. So I really am liking that comparison. At seven, the Lions go Devontae Smith. I mean, I said, imagine Jared Goff with a better version of Cooper Cup. Matt Miller uh, cries tears of joy. Yeah, I know, right? Another wide receiver. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say this. I know people have said he, he can't be better than Chase. He's a better route runner than Jamar Chase. He's better, way better. I compared Devontae Smith to Marvin Harrison, and I hate doing that. I hate doing that. His route running is that good. I wanted to say a faster Cooper Cup, but I felt that was lazy. So I'm not going to say that. But it is basically Cooper Cup for Jared Goff. The Panthers, Nick Wilson, he's happy. He gets Panay Sewell out of Oregon. I mean, you got to protect Arnold, right? He's got the weapons. He's got enough there. And 
I mean, I think he's going to be an anchor on that uh, left side for the Panthers. And I compared him to Ronnie Stanley of the Ravens. That's that I feel is a fair comparison at nine, the dolphins, they get the last one. They get Jalen Waddle. And I'm just going to say this in terms of comparisons. I'm sorry. I didn't want to compare him to Tyreek Hill. And I feel Deshaun Jackson isn't fair to the guy. It is Tyreek Hill. I mean, could you imagine Tua throwing the Waddle and Devontae Parker and Mike Giusecki and all those? Oh, my God. That that offense is going to be something else. At 10, the Cowboys take Patrick Sertan out of Alabama. I mean, obvious pick. I mean, very obvious pick. Even though some people are saying they may go offense, which I'm like, where are you going offensively? Uh, you got to take Mac Jones? Okay, cool. Do it. Uh, anyways, uh, I compared Sertan to Jason McCourty, at the Patriots cornerback. I feel like that was an accurate one for him uh, just by going through the profiles and all that. He just, he sounded like a Jason McCourty, you know, a good every down corner, not going to be the flashiest guy, but he gets the job done. That's McCourty for you. Uh, The giants, they go Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern. Dave Gettleman builds the trenches. He could go edge, but any edge here is a reach. Gettleman goes with Slater, who probably shouldn't be on the board at this point. And I think it could end up being a steal. I compared Slater to Isaiah Wynn of the Patriots. I mean, a swing guy, he can play guard, but probably is a tackle more than anything. I I see similar characteristics in terms of their athletic ability, a tad undersized, but they can hold up at the left side. So I like him comparable to Isaiah Wynn. The Eagles get J.C. Horn. I, I mean, I know Jack is crying from this pick. I'll be okay. You will? Are you sure? Yeah, I'll be all right. I've I've accepted the fact that Horn won't even be close to the for yeah. Browns to get. Uh, Darius Slain, J.C. Horn is just nightmares to throw to. I mean, he, I think he could be the best shutdown corner in the draft when this is all said and done. I would. And agree. my comparison really praises him. Patrick Peterson. It's, I feel it's almost the clone of Patrick Peterson. It's why I'm in love with him. At 13, wait a minute. We got another trade. Uh oh. The hoodie made a trade. The Patriots are on the clock. They gave up. They get a fifth round pick along with 13 in exchange for 15, a three, and a four. And they take Mac Jones. They need a quarterback. Plain and simple. Go get him. If you think he's the guy, if you really think he's the smartest QB in the draft that he can do it, you go get him, Bill. Go get him. I don't care if I compare him to Colt McCoy. He is Colt McCoy. That's all he is. It's all he's ever going to be. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Colt McCoy can step in and win games still. I'm just saying he ain't going to be the flashiest passer. And who's he throwing to again? Oh, yeah. Nikhil Henry. Good luck, kid. You're going to need it. And and two pretty good tight ends. Who? Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry. Yeah, that's right. I forgot he doubled up. That's right. Free agent. That's right. That's right. Well, maybe he has somebody. And Nelson Aguilar. 
He's got some weapons there to play with. Yeah, we'll see. Aguilar was good uh, for Vegas. Vikings go Elijah Vera Tucker. Build that interior line. I compared him to Brown's offensive guard, Wyatt Teller. A big bully in the middle, athletic enough. I mean, I, I see a Wyatt Teller there. The Chargers go Christian Darishaw after trading down. This way they can justify taking a tackle. I compare Darishaw to Russell Okun, uh, the free agent. The Cardinals thought about Greg Newsome. They thought about Caleb Farley, but I got him going Micah Parsons, who should not be here at this point. Put him with Isaiah Simmons and those guys. Not even fair. I compare him to Devonta Hightower of the Patriots. I like that explosive, able to rush the passer, able to explode into the backfield. Man, I, I just love him. I, man, I just wish that I wish linebackers mattered. Because they don't matter. They don't matter. Linebackers do not matter, Cleveland. You will listen to me on this. No, they're, they're uh, trading up for JOK, according to some. If that happens, that would be crazy. Well, I mean, they're going to put them at safety. That's why. Exactly, yeah. The Raiders at 17 take Christian Barmore, defensive tackle out of Alabama. They need interior line help. I mean, Gruden, I throw all logic out the window when it comes to him. I don't know what this pick is going to be. It's going to be wrong. So I'm going Christian Barmore here because I got to find a place to put him because he ain't going to make it to 26. I compare Christian Barmore to Fletcher Cox, of the Eagles. At 18, the Lions, I'm sorry, the Dolphins go Zaven Collins, linebacker Tulsa. He fits that defense beautifully. So does JOK, but I think Zaven fits it better in the style of like a Jamie Collins role, which I compared him to that. I mean, they let go Kyle Vinoy. They're looking at a similar player. That's Zaven Collins. I mean, he can cover. He can rush the passer. This is a perfect fit for Brian Flores. If he doesn't make it to 18, then I'm going to ask what's wrong with Zaven Collins. That's how confident I am with this pick. If he isn't picked at 18, I'm going to ask what's wrong with him. At 19, the Washington football team takes JOK. I mean, an ultimate Swiss Army Knife defender who would be beautiful for Ron Rivera to have. Oh, yeah. Him and Del Rio would know how to use him perfectly. Oh, yeah. I just have to check one thing. Oh, I didn't update one thing in the mock. But, you know, we'll get to it later. So I, because of that freaking trade, I realized, wait, is Jamin Davis still in this two round mock? Oh, wait. Yeah. That was the chief's pick and God damn it. Okay. Pick number 20. We, wait, wait, Jack. We have a trade. Another one. The Cleveland Browns have oh. traded up to the bears. I have never done this. A straight up, no trade down to trade back up. A straight up trade up. The Browns have moved up with the Bears, trading 110 along with 26 and a third rounder next year to take cornerback Greg Newsome Northwestern. I will read you what it says. 
The Bears don't have a QB to take here and have multiple needs that they need to fill. So the Browns call make an offer to get their guy as to get a a cornerback that will okay, I, I have to rephrase it. To get their guy, they will need to jump the Titans, Colts, and Jets, who could all be looking at cornerback. They all very well could be. The Browns need an outside cornerback, especially after the signing of Jadavion Clowney. Newsom has less injury concerns than Farley, but more importantly, by Brown standards, is far more athletic and younger. Newsom would be perfect to play opposite Denzel Ward, and if Greedy Williams is fully recovered from his nerve injury, gives them options of how to use them, and Troy Hill as well from free agency. My comparison for Greg Newsom is Eagles cornerback Darius Slay. I see a lot of... Like I said, a sticky defender. That is Darius Slay. I love Darius Slay. You put him opposite. Oh my God, that's going to be a tough team to throw on. And if Greedy comes back healthy and Troy Hill plays well and Super Bowl. I'm not going to do it. Not going to finish it. Not not yet. Uh, So yeah, what do you think, Jack? The Browns moving up. There's been a lot of talk about it. So it would not shock me if they do move up ultimately Thursday night, especially if it's, if it's for a player they covet. Maybe it's Newsome, maybe it's somebody else. But I, I like the pick. I like the trade up. We didn't give up a lot of capital, so we still maintain some flexibility, which is something I think Barry and D Podesta would appreciate. Yep. And they go up and get a player that they need and could possibly be targeting come Thursday night. Exactly. So Greg Newsom is a Cleveland Brown in my first ever straight up trade up for the Cleveland Browns in my mock draft history at 21, the Colts go Taven Jenkins out of Oklahoma state. They need left tackle. I mean, he's got the size and the athletic ability. Some say he can move to guard. He's physical, not the flashiest, but he does everything well. And he can fill the void. I compared him to Washington's tackle, Morgan Moses, who's a solid right tackle, not a left, but he can, he can do it when needed. The Titans go Caleb Farley, which I'll be honest with his size and his injury history. I don't have a comparison for him. I don't know. I I, want to say greedy Williams, but I feel that's disrespectful to greedy and Caleb because Caleb hasn't, I mean, greedy hasn't played much, but he seems a lot like greedy Williams, the size length, what he did at Virginia tech is all similar, but the concerns are all similar. Doesn't yeah. tackle well, not overly athletic. I mean, greedy is more athletic, but like not overly athletic. I just feel like this is a greedy Williams type player. And I could see Tennessee doing this too. They took yeah. Simmons with the torn ACL. And- mm-hmm. Exactly. The jets go Aziz Ojolari. They need an edge. They need another one. And they get the undersized but really talented pass rusher, which is what Salah is going to look for. And I compared him to Yannick Nagakwe. Undersized speed rusher. With 24, this is the lock of the entire draft at this point. The Steelers take Najee Harris, and I laughed my ass off that they took a running back and not an O-lineman. You freaking idiots. I know Najee's good. I compared him to Todd Gurley. I mean, he literally reminds me of Todd Gurley, a big, powerful running back who can do it all. He's explosive. 
He's he can carry the load for them. Take the pressure off of Ben. I understand this pick. You don't pick running backs this early. So be stupid, Pittsburgh, please. Uh, Jacksonville taking Trayvon Morig. That's that's as much of a lock as well if it falls here. Free safety, ideal one. Grain coverage, athletic ability to play some nickel. He's a great building block for that defense. I compared him to Jesse Bates of the Bengals. And Jesse Bates is a really good safety. Uh, the Bears go a little bit off the wall. They go Dylan Radons tackled North Dakota State because here's the thing I'm buying. The Bears are going to pick project guys to give themselves another year with their coaching staff and GM because they'll just do well enough to skate by with their jobs and then they'll address the quarterback. And I compared Dylan Radons to Cam Irving. That's how low I think of him. I mean, Cam Irving's a solid lineman, but I think the Bears are punting on this draft. I really think they are. I wouldn't be surprised if that in this scenario, they would try to trade down again. So Ravens 27. This is now updated. Jason Owa out of Penn State. Put him on that 3-4 edge. have them train them nightmares jack nightmares i'm telling you i compared him to jadavion Clowney. great against the run solid in the pass rush he's exactly what they need he is exactly what they need the saints sprint to the podium and take cody paye who fits everything they're looking for in a pass rusher and run defender, and I compared him to Brandon Graham and our former Michigan Wolverine. So that's some high praise there for uh, Kui Paye. Uh, and then we got the Packers at 29 taking Rashad Bateman. You think uh, the Saints will sprint to the podium? Aaron Rodgers might throw a pass from Green Bay to the podium in Cleveland, and it lands in Roger Goodell's hand. He reads it off the football. With the 29th pick in the NFL draft, the Green Bay Packers select on this football thrown by Aaron Rodgers to me on a dime. Rashad Bateman, wide receiver, Minnesota. And Rashad Bateman goes like, Aaron, throw me another ball. He throws him another ball right in his hands. And everybody goes like, well, you might as well give him another Super Bowl. God damn it. We're, we're all toast. So uh, the Bills go a little bit off the wall and go Joe. Tr- oh, by the way, I compared Bateman to Justin Jefferson of the Vikings. Joe Tryon though goes to the bills. I'm hearing a lot of buzz. He could go round one. The talents there and Jalen Phillips is falling. I compared Joe Tryon to Eagles uh, edge Derek Barnett. Now. Okay. I just want to say one thing with the Ravens. Next pick of Alex Leatherwood out of Alabama. I have not explained the pick yet because I literally just changed it before we went on the air. And I do have to make one more correction as well um, with uh, the with the second round because I got to put Jemmyn Davis in here. I think Denver is going to be the lucky participant uh, recipient of him. Uh, so congratulations, Denver. Uh, but I got Alex Leatherwood. Uh, going here, I have him as like a swing guy, 
again, I don't like the Cam Irving comparison, but again, I have to say it because he can play all those positions online because he did in college. So I don't know what he is. Same thing like I felt with Cam Irving and now Dylan Radons. I kind of block him into that area. And then with the 32nd pick, we'll get to round two in a minute. The Bucks take Travis Etienne out of Clemson. I'm going to stick with that one. I like that. I compared Travis Etienne to Kareem Hunt. He has just enough power. He is as good at receiving and game-breaking ability. He He's Kareem Hunt. I almost want, I wanted to say Jamal Charles too with him. I really did. But I was like, he's got a little bit of power to him. So anyways, what do you think of round one so far? Any surprises you're seeing uh, as I update uh, the second round real quick? Um, I mean, it was all pretty, I think, accurate. I mean, I was surprised Jalen Phillips because it seems like a lot of people are higher on him that he didn't go round one. Um, a couple more tackles than expected because uh the kid from north dakota state and leatherwood really aren't projected first round according to like the media mocks and everything but all in all i mean most of the names were pretty much the normal ones we've been seeing for months as projected first round picks so exactly but i trust your judgment on things so yeah and i i love some of the player comps uh radons is the only one i questioned yeah but i felt like my explanation of they're punting and Yes, I think Bears fans will go ballistic if this happens. They will lose their fucking minds, and I'm here for it. Um, But I'm really excited about how this mock looks. I feel like this is one of my, I don't want to say cleanest mocks, but I feel like I'm going to get five, if I'm lucky, ten picks right. This is the most confident mock I've ever put out. And mind you, I have no insider knowledge. I'm going by gut instinct and what I'm seeing uh, everything I did, I uh, ran through the draft network. Uh, I controlled every team. Uh, I went as far as this. In my bonus for the Browns seven rounds, I picked for everyone for all seven rounds. That's crazy. I went insane. That was like an hour-long process. My brain hurt after that. I believe that. So, Jack, what do you think is going to happen around two? Do you think the Browns are going to trade up? Do you think they're going to stay put do you think uh someone's gonna be picked higher than expected there's some edge rushers on the board so it makes me wonder if you got the browns moving up because they need it i would think they they're still gonna target another edge early i think they might too there was an our position i will say that i was contemplating in this second round okay and it isn't wide receiver it isn't wide receiver nope Oh, interesting. It's a position no one's talking about that I think they really could do at 59. All right. You ready for this, Jack? And then we'll uh, probably just do some our small stuff, buy or sell maybe, and then we'll wrap this show up. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars at 33 select Elijah Moore, Ole Miss wide receiver. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Trevor Lawrence will love that. Oh, Trevor Lawrence is going to have a field day with him. Oh, my God. They're going to be so explosive. DJ Jark and Elijah Moore kill me. Uh, the Jets go with Eric Stokes, cornerback Georgia. So walking away with uh, Zach Wilson. Uh, uh, yeah, was it Zach Wilson? Yeah. Yeah, Zach Wilson. Why am I? 
because I'm thinking of Nick Wilson for whatever reason. <laughs> you, you son of a bitch. You had to leave us. Why did you leave us? Damn it. I missed you, Nick. We'd love to have you on the show. I'm just going to put it out there. I was a huge fan. I still am. Uh, Eric Stokes goes to the Jets. Jalen Phillips goes to the Falcons. There he is. He falls to Atlanta. They get their pass rusher. If he turns out healthy, the Falcons finally have a pass rusher. Miami goes Greg Rousseau. I mean, his versatility, I'm telling you, it's one of those few teams that it works for Rousseau, and they know him as well as anyone. Him and Wilkins lined up inside could be a little dangerous. Very dangerous. Yes. That's why I love the pick. The Eagles go Terrace Marshall, wide receiver, LSU. They need a wide out. They do. Get them. Walking away with Horn and Marshall. If Marshall checks out, that's a steal. That is an absolute steal. The Bengals go Sam Cosme, the tackle out of Texas. The Panthers go Asante Samuel Jr., cornerback, Florida State. Hey, wait a minute. We got Greg Newsom. What are you complaining about, Jack? I want all the corners. <laughs> We're going dime this year. Did you not hear Joe Woods on oh, Friday? Oh, I, I know. I didn't. I missed that. Damn. Yeah. Going Good dime. interview. Good interview with uh, he said we're gonna run a lot of dime. Okay, we're we're drafting corners. We're getting all the corners. Let's go. I'm I'm here for it. I am here. <laughs> Jamin Davis goes to Denver, though I do think he could go round one. I had him at 31, and I try to remember who I compared him to. Uh I'm blanking. I don't know. I I, I totally blanked. <laughs> I don't know why I did, but I did. Sorry, I lost it. So <laughs> Uh, the Lions go Liam Eichenberg out of Notre Dame, the tackle, the Neonar tackle, get get the right side opposite Taylor Decker. The uh, 49ers go land. Oh, I'm sorry. The Giants at 42 go Kadarius Tony out of Florida. That would make a great wide receiver. Him and Galladay. Ooh, that'd be fun. And you haven't even mentioned Slayton, Shepard, I mean, Ingram, Barkley, Barkley coming back. It's I mean, put up or shut up time for Jones and that's Daniel there. Jones. Show me. You're not a bust. Like I said, you were going to be come on, Danny dimes, Danny dimes. Prove me wrong. Don't run, <laughs> don't run with the ball and trip over yourself. Like you do in real as a quarterback as well. So, you know, anyway, I, I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyways, uh, the 49ers go Landon Dickerson center out of Alabama. They need I think he could play guard and it with Alex Mack there on that contract. I think he's going to kind of tutor him and get him ready. Cause I think Mack's in the twilight of his career. So oh, for sure. Get someone to replace him, but build the interior. The Cowboys go Brevin Jordan, tight end Miami. I mean, he's athletic. He can make plays. The Cowboys need a tight end. They could have gone Pat Freermuth, but I think they're going to go with the more athletic Brevin Jordan. The Jaguars go Jalen Mayfield, tackle out of Michigan, build that O-line, and Urban Meyer knows Michigan players and how they weren't utilized properly. I wouldn't be stunned if he looks at a couple of these Michigan guys and says, you know what? You did well against me. You just, that idiot up there didn't know how to use you. I know how to use you. Come here. I'll show you what it's really about. And then you can go back to Michigan and tell them how stupid Jim Harbaugh is. So, I bet you would love nothing more than to do that. The Patriots go linebacker Nick Bolton out of Missouri. They need our linebacker. 
I mean, their linebacking room, yeah, they have a couple of older faces, but like you don't have a young guy that's ready to take over that defense. I think Nick Bolton could be that guy. The Chargers go to Javen Holland out of Oregon, the safety. They definitely need another safety. You can't trust on Derwin James to stay healthy. And I love Derwin James. The Raiders go Creed Humphrey, guard slash center out of Oklahoma. They they lost a ton of their interior. They got to start replacing it here. I think they put him at center. The Cardinals go Calvin Joseph, corner Kentucky. They're going to go for the home run pick here. After taking uh, Parsons, I would think they'd try to go for a home run draft. If Calvin Joseph commits himself, yes, he can do it. He can be that home run pick. Uh, the Dolphins go White Davis guard Ohio State. Washington goes quarterback Davis Mills out of Stanford. And Ryan Fitzpatrick already is on the hot seat, ladies and gentlemen. He's like, uh-oh, I went to Harvard. He went to Stanford. I can't let him win. Harvard's smarter than Stanford. I'm going to fight you. I played in the Ivy League. God, that. Can they take IQ tests together, please? They'll take the Wonderlick together. Yes, I need I need to know who wins. And the winner is the starting quarterback for the Washington football team. I'm here for it. No coin flips here, damn it. We're taking Wonderlick tests. I mean, we're not going to Romeo Cornell this or Nick Sirianni this. No, no, we're going to do this the old-fashioned way. Who's the smartest son of a bitch in the room? Take your wonder look, show me who's smarter, and you're the guy. Uh, okay, moving on. The Bears go Rondale Moore out of Purdue in a – God, this is such a Chicago pick. The talented, injured, but fast Rondale Moore. And Andy Dalton can't throw more than 15 yards was the point of making this pick. I know what you're thinking, Alex. They don't have a guy who could throw up more than 15 yards. Exactly. It's the Bears. They don't realize this shit. That's why it makes all the sense in the world. <laughs> Do you see how my mind works with these mocks? If it's so dumb enough that it's probably true, especially if it's the Bears. The Titans go Jabril Cox, linebacker, LSU. They lost Jalen Smith, so they need uh, – or is it Jalen Brown or Jalen – no, Jalen Brown. I, I confuse those two up, the linebackers, because they're both linebackers. It's Jalen Brown or Jalen Smith. I apologize. I'm stupid. I don't have everything in front of me. The Colts go Elijah Molden, cornerback, Washington, although undersized, he is good, and I think the Colts will know how to use him. The Steelers, because there are no tackles. Actually, they met with them. I'm going to change this pick. I'm going to change it live. We're going to do it live. They take tackle Jackson Carmen out of Clemson. They need it. They, if they don't go uh, tackle here, they need to be shot into the shadow realm. Like, I'm sorry. Just like that UFC punch last night. Uh, what was his name? Uh, I, I, I didn't watch. I saw the highlights. I was in. I, was I don't on. know. I, I'd seen the Chris Wedman kick and oh my God. Well, you want to know what? That's going to be Ben Roethlisberger's leg if they don't take Jackson Carmen. Hey, 
Uh, anyways, moving on. The Seahawks finally have a pick. Oh, wow. They actually have a pick. They didn't trade it. One of three. Oh, one of three. Wow. <laughs> Got to make the most of it. Well, they go Joseph Osai out of Texas, the edge. The Rams go Jamar Johnson out of Indiana, the safety to replace what they've lost. And the Chiefs from Baltimore go Diami Brown, wide receiver, North Carolina, which means the Cleveland Browns are on the clock. I mean, we could go Ifatu Melfanwu again. We could get all the corners. We go get Tyson Campbell. We can go get Aaron Robinson. I mean, there's some talent here. We can get in our one. I am going to say right here at this point, watch out for Quinn Miners, the guard center out of Wisconsin Whitewater. They like him a lot. J.C. Treader is in a contract year, and he is getting up there in age. I'm just saying, if you're going to pay Wyatt Teller, you're going to have to let J.C. Treader go. There so is, you're not a Nick Harris fan. I am a Nick Harris fan in this scheme. Okay. But here's the thing. Are the Browns sold from what they saw in those limited games that he can do it? Wasn't he a or guard they, in those games though? True. Yes. But do they think Miners is an upgrade? This is true. But much to that, they could take him. Joel Batonio has no more guaranteed money. That's true. They so, could do that as well and move him to the guard. It could yes. be. I'm going to say Quinn Miners is very much in play. And trust me, originally I had that be the mock. I think they're going to take an interior lineman at some point in the draft. So the best one available is Levi Amuzurike out of Washington. I think they're going to wait and take a Milton Williams out of Louisiana Tech later. And they're going to bet everything on Sheldon Richardson coming back. Yeah, I think I, that, that I seems think more that, and more likely. Yeah, I think they're going to bet on it. And I think what they do at this pick tells me where they stand with them. I think Sheldon probably is already, I could see them contacting his agent and say, hey, just before the draft, can we get an idea of like where he's at? Because like, here's our offer again. And if he's really got better offers, we just want to know. And if he doesn't, if he's not coming back, then we just got to draft accordingly. But if he is, we're going to draft in the expectation he's going to come back because we want him back. And oh, that's, for sure. I, that's what I'd be doing before the draft. I'm assuming they are doing cause they're not stupid. Yeah. The way, and the way um, Lane Atkins, which shout out, not to say more Brown's podcast, fantastic interview with oh, Lane Atkins of the OBR, man. the way he was talking, it made it sound like, you know, Richardson's going through the market to see what he wants, what he can get. And it doesn't sound good the way Lane was talking. Um, so I would think Richardson's going to be back probably after the draft. I feel like they're going to, which makes my mock pick so logical. Yes. Are you ready for it? Oh, here we go. The Cleveland Browns with the 59th pick miles. Garrett is announcing this pick. Yes, he is. And with the 59th pick miles, Garrett is going to be announcing his new partner in crime. Peyton Turner edge out of Houston. Here's what I said. And this is the only explanation for round two. I'm not stupid. I'm not doing, I'm not, a, I'm not a maniac. I'm a lot of things, but a maniac isn't one of them. Okay. Even with Tap McKinley and Clowney, they're only signed through 2021. 
Payton Turner has graded athletically extremely high and fits everything the Browns are looking for. They can develop him through 2021 and unleash him in 2022. It gives you a rotation piece. It gives you a guy for the future. And it, and it makes Miles very happy that you're building pieces around him that he can work with and takes pressure off of him. So Peyton Turner, the pick at 59, I could see the Browns moving up to get him. So, but to wrap it all up, Tyson Campbell, corner Georgia goes to the Saints. Ifitu Malafamu from Syracuse goes to the Bills. Whoo, that's going to be a fun duo. Quinn Miners goes to the Packers at 62. They get their center of the future or guard. I've heard they are trying out one of their guards at center, so he may go to guard. So Wisconsin Whitewater represent right there. The Chiefs go Spencer Brown with their second second round pick out of North Northern Iowa, the tackle. So a developmental tackle to build for a year as we talked about Kyle long coming off of retirement. We don't know how much longer he's going to last build a guy for the future. Why not? And with the last pick, the Buccaneers pick Levi on the tackle out of defensive tackle out of Washington. So I did do seven rounds with the Browns and I focused on their picks and I made sure it was unbiased towards any other team. So a guy just didn't fall to me. I filled every team's possible needs and I let the board play out at 89. The Browns select Milton Williams defensive tackle out of Louisiana tech at 91. The Browns select Cameron McGrone linebacker, Michigan at 114. Anthony Schwartz was Discussed. I went Andre Cisco safety Syracuse. High value on the board. I like that. At 169, we went wide receiver Jalen Darden. He's undersized, fast, could be a return man out of North Texas. And I think he's a developmental guy. And the last one, I literally discovered him through Dean Brugler. And I read a couple more things. On, and I kind of like him as a late round guard flyer. William Sherman out of Colorado. He just seems to be a fit. What position? Guard. Okay. At 211. Okay. So Browns walk away with Greg Newsom, Payne Turner, Milton Williams, Cameron McGrone, Andre Sisko, Jalen Darden, and William Sherman. And I would be fairly happy with that. I would be. I'd be excited for uh, the season, but that is mock 4.0 Jack. Any surprises for you? Um, not really. Maybe the bears not taking a quarterback in round two after not getting in round one, but I get your emphasis on that. They're punting. I wouldn't necessarily think they're going to punt. I feel like in the opposite, they need to be aggressive to try to get an extra year with this yeah. regime because they're already on the hot seat. Like they're already, I mean, Nagy and Pace are, they're going to go out the door unless they get off to a hot start this year, which may not be likely with Dalton as your quarterback, but um, yeah. Kellen Mond not going in the first two rounds. I think, I, I think you're kind of sleeping on him. No, I'm not. I love, you're him. not, you like him. I okay. love Kellen Mond. 
I think he's better than Davis Mills. I think he's going to go in the first two rounds. He's not going first round, but he'll go second round. So I kind of went by what I've been getting a vibe for. Kellen Mond at that Bears spot makes a ton of sense. It does. I just think they're punting. I really yeah. think they are. I think Ryan Pace is going to look at, you know, everyone say, look, I'm not saying we're trying to punt this year, but like our team is good enough to win. And we're just going to build around, you know, Andy Dalton for a year. And let's worry about the quarterback later. Let's build the rest of it. See if quarterback is really the problem, which it is you idiot. I mean, you got, you got the quarterback wrong. I mean, I wonder why you guys suck. You trade up one spot to get the guy you could have gotten at three all along. What's your name? Uh, 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 oh, why am I blanking on the name? Uh, draft day. Why am I blanking? Because I love that movie. Uh, um, Sonny Weaver Jr. Sonny Who do you Weaver think Jr. you are? Sonny Weaver Jr. Moving up to the ones, uh, moving up just to get the guy you could have gotten all along. Well, you are crazy, but you didn't trade down and get everything back, you idiot. You just took Mitch Trubisky. The pride of Menor, Ohio. The most overrated high school football program in the country. I say that with confidence. They're good because they're coached well, but they don't have the best athletes. That's not them. That's Eds and Iggy. They're the ones to get all of it. Menor gets the second tier, but they coach them up well. They're like that Michigan State team, you know, that gets all those second, third guys on everybody's list. And they just build them up. So credit to the coaching staff. But I'm just saying you're overrated in terms of just developing big time talent. Just saying, come at me, Manor. Come at me, bro. I'm ready. I'll fight y'all. Anyways, uh, Jack, uh, what do you? Th- I'm I'm trying to think of something to wrap up this show with because again. It's been a weird week for me uh, with work, with the stress of the past 48 hours for me. Uh, I'm still going through it myself. Um, I'm powering through this pod and I know I'm not letting Jack talk as much. So Jack, is there anything NFL draft wise that is on your mind or even Brown's draft wise that's on your mind that you want our listeners to know about? Comes to the NFL draft. I'm ready to see what San Francisco is really going to do. They say there's a report today that said that they're locked in on who they're going to draft. Um, I, I still don't believe it's Mac Jones. I think it'll be Fields or Lance. Uh, it w- I would trend towards more Lance now just because he's not even being discussed at all. Uh, in terms of the Browns draft, I'm ready to see what they're going to do. I mean, I think there's a chance they could move up, but I feel like they might stay at 26 or peel back a little bit. But I'm just ready to see what Barry and company got planned. And I'm ready to make a bold take, too. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hot take of the week? It might be hot take of the week. Okay. I'm going to say by this time, and this is 6.36 p.m. on a Sunday night at, as we're recording, by this time next weekend, I'm going to say Stefan Gilmore will be a Cleveland Brown. What? No, oh. no inside information, but I, 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 feel, like, I feel like they're going to go get an outside corner. They might not get they they're I'd say they miss on Newsom and they go and call Bel- they go and call Belichick and they make a deal for Gilmore. 
Wow. And I've been a proponent of not trading for Stefan. Darn it. I thought my hot take was going to be something. Okay. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited. Oh I'm excited for this week. Uh, it's going to be a fun draft. And let's see if my bold prediction comes true. Well, then. Uh, and I will say, we are uh, saving a lot of our material for Friday. Again, Friday, uh, either we're going to do via Twitter or Twitch. Yeah. Um, I will say a lot of our shows in the future, I want to start going to Twitch so we can interact with you guys live as we record. We may move our times back to when we record so more people can watch, which I'm fine with that. Um, we'll figure it out as we go along. But anyways, uh, my hot take of the week, and this is, this is coming in with fire. Not only will the San Francisco 49ers select Mac Jones, but they will trade Jimmy Garoppolo to the Bears. Wow. Yep. For, wow. Just, for just a third round pick. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I'm coming in with fire on this one because I'm starting to believe they're sold on Mac Jones. I really am starting to believe it. I still think it's Trey Lance, but we'll see. I think until it happens, I don't buy shit. Um, so for me, I think they go Mac Jones. And then they turn around and flip Jimmy G. I mean, the Bears, I mean, like the way this mock would go, it makes all the sense in the world. And then Rondale Moore is like, wait a minute, I'm 40 yards downfield. Jimmy, why can't you hit me, bro? You can hit porn stars, but you can't hit me downfield. What the Frig, bro. And then Andy Andy Dalton acts like uh, the dude in draft day. It just starts trashing the Bears locker room. Like, trade me. Just trade me. Just because, bro, you look like a GQ model doesn't mean you could throw a football. I'm sorry, Jimmy G. You want you want to fight me? I mean, I'll fight you on air. I think you're bum, but you know, you haven't been the same since you started sleep since you slept with that porn star. So, you know, there you go. I mean, I'm just saying he hasn't been the same since he was caught. So maybe I'm onto something. Maybe I'm not conspiracy theories only here on the top dogs. I think we need to do like random conspiracy theories. I think we do. Brown's QAnon. <laughs> oh God. Yes. There goes our listenership. Oh boy, it's all gone. No, wait, what do you mean? What do you mean? It, it's just all conspiracy theories, you know? It's, you know, maybe it's true, maybe it's not. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, maybe Roger Goodell has it out for Cleveland. I'm just saying. Maybe he's he finishing Paul Tagliabue's dirty work. Yeah. Well, Paul Tagliabue didn't like that. I mean, He's finishing what he wanted to do all along under Tagley, but which is make sure the Browns don't come back. But, you know, screw, uh, we're, screw we're, Goodell. We're back and we're better than ever. Oh, yeah. You, you better believe it. Uh, let's see. What other conspiracy theories can I say? The Bears purposely won't take quarterbacks because they can't develop them. I mean, I mean, it sounds like a fact. I mean, it, it sounds truthful. Uh, you want to what? I'm going to believe this conspiracy theory. The Houston Texans are doing all this to Deshaun Watson, that Mc, the McNairs are behind it all. 
when it all comes out, McNair's are behind it. He sues the Texans. The McNair's are forced to sell. It's going to be an awesome day. And then Texans trade Deshaun Watson in 2022. Yep. We just have conspiracy theories here. We should do that. We should come up with like some every couple of weeks and just say, I, I got a conspiracy theory here. It's not, I have a theory. It is not, I have a theory. Ken, I'm looking at you. This is not, I have a theory. This is, I have a conspiracy theory. Damn it. Here's a conspiracy theory. Uh-oh. Or there's a, well, not a conspiracy theory, but maybe a question. Why do the Raiders keep looking at quarterbacks when they have one in their system? I tell you what, man. And Mac Jones is a pretty smart man. I, Listen, he can, he, he, that man can learn spider two Y banana in five seconds, man. It makes me mad to the ends of the earth. Oh, that it really pisses you off, man. Not yeah. good if you're with me, man. <laughs> but no, literally, it makes me mad when I see these reports. Well, the Raiders have studied the top five quarterbacks. You have Derek Carr, and you have wasted away his career. I tell you what. Derek Carr yeah. hasn't gotten me to the playoffs, man, and I need to get to those playoffs. And well, quit trading Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper, the likes of that. Them. That was my fault, man. I was. Oh, was it? Oh, was it Mayock? I, I don't think I was here, man. You were here. Oh, I was. Yeah. I can't tell where. Because then you kept. Because then you kept complaining about how you don't have a pass rusher. Well, I can't remember where I am most days, man. How's Cleveland Farrell uh, treating you? He's he, he's doing okay, man. He's with me, man. He knocks on wood if you're with me. And he, I know he does. <laughs> and this show just went totally off the rails. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it, that, that was two good minutes with uh, John Gruden, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us, coach. You suck, by the way. You're overpaid. Mark Davis, is th- those, cash, those checks are still cashing in, man. I can't wait for Mike Mayock to be back on draft coverage here in a couple years. And and I'm going to the casino every night and wasting it all on slot machines, man. Knock on wood if you're with me there, man. You need to go to Carl Nassib. He'll show you how to uh, save your money. (laughs) Oh, man, that is great. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, please join us on Friday, whether it be Twitter. We'll try to get it out uh, someday this week. Please note, I'm going through stuff, so you may not know until Friday. Um, I'm going to spend all morning trying to figure it out. Uh, Worst case, uh, we'll find a different way to do it. We may do YouTube if we have to. We may have guests. I don't know. Uh, Jack, do you think the people over at the Dogland might want to jump on? I'm sure they would. Maybe maybe we could get a a special guest appearance by Caitlin Marshall. Maybe... uh, I don't know if it's during his bedtime, but the salary cap wizard himself. Jack I mean, Dunn. it'll be, let's see, it'll be oof, 11 it'll be or midnight. He might be awake. I'll okay. get him for a little bit. Okay, let's see if we can. So uh, if the dog land uh, people are listening, hit us up, you know, let us know. Yeah. Uh, but if anyone else wants to join, uh, feel free to. Uh, 
So again, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, thank you everyone for giving the show a shot. Make sure you're leaving a rating and you're subscribing and you're leaving a note of why you love this freaking show so much. So everybody can see why this show is so awesome. And if you hate it, let us know why. We, we might be able to improve. If you're saying Alex is talking way too much. Yeah, I know. I talk too much. And I'm not even going to sit here and deny it, you know? So, uh, but you know, I try to get Jack more involved. I mean, this is five episodes. We're still figuring this. We're shit working out. on it. We're it's a process. It. It's a process. Plus, it's my season. It's my draft season. I yeah. can't stop talking about it. It's Christmas. I'm like a kid on Christmas. Listen, hey, Jack, where are all the toys under the Christmas tree? <clears throat> where, where's the Christmas tree, Jack? They're coming. They're it, coming. It, it, it is. Yeah. Am, am I going to be? Able to, it is. So yeah. I, I get to run to the Brown Stadium and look underneath the Christmas tree and look what I got. Yeah. Oh my God! I'm so excited. <laughs> And honestly, guys, if you wanted me to talk draft, it would have been it would have been terrible because all I would have done has been regurgitating stuff like from like Brugler's big uh, the beast or anything else because I'm not I'm not draft guy. Like I know some stuff, but not like Alex, not like other guys. So, so anyways, I uh, just bring the good looks to the podcast. <laughs> talk to me, Goose. Uh, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> with that said um thank you all for listening we will talk to y'all friday and then we're probably gonna follow up with the podcast saturday with a recap of everything uh so make sure again you're subscribed you're giving us a ring and tell us why you love the show we love you guys and merry christmas everybody it's draft week we made it i'm so happy we'll talk to y'all next week we are out